You are now tuned in with the Alchemy Academy. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy 2023. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. Um, it's January 9th, 2023 right now. Um, fucking new year, man. New goals, new energies, new manifestations, new money, new friendships, all that. I hope all that for everybody, and I hope um, you guys rock with me this year as well. Because uh, it's going to get more fun this year. Last year was a good little warm-up. And I think we're going to start jogging a little faster this year. And I, and I can't fucking wait. Um, I'm going to try to give two episodes a month. One in the beginning, one at the end. Maybe eventually weekly. But, I mean, we're we're still learning here. Um, and it's just me, really. Uh, which I don't mind. Originally, this podcast was going to be two people, but shit happens and things have to get done. And if you have to do that shit yourself, then looks like you have to do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? But um, I hope everyone had a great New Year's Eve. Hope you guys ring in the new year with positive energy. No hater shit. No fucking narcissism. Like we got to change something at least this year. And I'm not only speaking to myself, but I'm speaking to each and every single one of you guys as well. We're going to hold each other accountable this year, all right? Um, Speaking of holding each other accountable, I want to give a shout out to that listener that sent in her story about her first time on mushrooms. (laughs) I honestly thought it was the funniest story and very interesting. And um, I'm really happy that you shared that with me because, you know, now I know a little bit more about you after you guys learned a little bit more about me on each of these episodes, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you for that. And uh, this is an encouragement to anyone else who has a funny or scary first trip story or even if you have ghost stories like if you've ever seen a ghost or like been touched by one or anything like that like I would love to hear those stories just because it makes me feel not alone I guess you know (laughs) because I I didn't know everyone had ghost stories but a lot of people do and I think that's fucking awesome and I would love to hear them so yeah, whenever you guys uh, have free time or after you're listening to this episode, if you want to go ahead and DM me on the podcast Instagram at alchemyacademy.pod, you can go ahead and DM me your story. Um, if it's really long, I I don't know, just send an email to um, at alchemyacademy.pod at gmail.com. Just put... Uh, trip story in the subject line so i know (laughs) to open it or not (laughs) um but yeah anyways so 2023 i'm happy for it i'm happy you guys are all in it with me and we're all here at the same time doing whatever it is we need to do you know so i encourage all of you guys to keep doing what you're already doing and if it's working for you please don't stop consistency is key and it's the only way we're ever gonna make it out of anywhere so this this episode today actually i'm gonna 
Okay, disclaimer. Okay, I'm not a historian. I I honestly have a pretty tough time differ- differentiating between what the fuck BC and AD means. So I don't really know. I'm not 100% accurate on what year this is going to take place or whatever. So I don't need anyone like trying to tell me anything. Because I'm letting you know right now that it could be fucking wrong the year, but... I'm giving you an approximate so you know what the fuck we're dealing with here and what era we're in. So hopefully you guys aren't too lost because then (laughs) you're going to be lost and not everyone's going to be found. Okay, so I'm going to talk about uh, sacred geometry, mostly just one sacred geometry shape in, in particular and how it ties to the dimensions and how our souls were born basically and this is off things that i've read there's the things that i've seen on like on documentaries and this is like truths that i feel within myself when i read and hear these things it's not just some random shit you guys <laughs> um but yeah let's just get into it and if you have questions i don't mean you, my dms are always open uh and um we're eventually going to hop into the whole ancient civilization thing because I think the fact that we come from aliens is super fucking cool and no one understands that. But I'm going to hope to help you guys understand that so you guys can um, be a little bit more open-minded and realize that we're just a small speck. Like We need to fix whatever we can on this earth while we're here on this earth if we want to fucking save it. But anywho, okay, so we're going to go backtrack about 30 to 50,000 years ago. 30 to 50,000 years ago, our world was only understood in two dimensions. Like good and bad, negative and positive. That's how it was understood by the beings who inhabited Earth at that time. 30 to 50,000 years ago. During that time... They had inner world beings or beings from other dimensions, from like the fourth dimension, the fifth and the sixth. They had those beings come down to earth and give them all the data that they needed to know about all the other dimensions. And the way they did that was in a way that they could see it better to understand it so they could understand it. So these beings left them uh, like crop circles all around the planet, mostly in England, that they made uh, these beautiful drawings in two dimensions, but actually they were indeed also in three dimensions and four dimensions. When that information got processed is when humans understood that they were multi-dimensional beings. So because this civilization got visited by these inner world beings they began to teach each other the idea that the information they saw was not in two dimensions but in many others i guess the best representation of that idea was expressed by the architecture back then and this particular civilization they built monuments temples if you will like pyramids, that they weren't just pyramids, they were spheres. And 
spheres were the three-dimensional projection of a pyramid. And that, I know that sounds crazy. How the fuck would a triangle be a circle? Okay, <laughs> let me try and like make it to where you guys can kind of picture it in your head. So pyramids are an octahedron. It's like a, it's like the nine dimensions. Um, I'll I'll include pictures in the in, in my Instagram post slideshow so you guys can check there real quick if you guys don't want to Google what an octahedron is. So pyramids are this octahedron, right? One part is physical, which is what we see above the dirt. You know, it's what you see in Egypt. That's That part is physical. The second part is ethereal, which is what's underground. So they, they can create the five dimensions and the six dimensions. And in the core of the pyramid, you would have the first, the seventh, and the ninth. If you connect every spot of this shape, the octahedron of a pyramid... So you connect every spot of the pyramid, including the second ethereal part, right? You get the perfect sphere if you touch every single one of those points. It's spherical. (laughs) And this perfect sphere connects the whole sphere of life. These pyramids were made so they could go within the sphere of life and in the core was this darkness, you know, of the chambers. I've never been in, in in a pyramid, but I've seen videos on YouTube. There's videos where people go into the fucking pyramids and the deeper they go, the darker it gets. So in the darkness of these chambers, they these beings would go in and they could connect to every dimension from just that one spot and just that one moment. After learning all this and connecting to all the dimensions, the civilization realized that future civilizations would not understand exactly what it meant to go inside of a sphere with the shape of the pyramid. So they decided to write it down for the first time. The only way that they, that was the only way that they thought future civilizations and future eras would understand the reality that they were seeing in the darkness of those chambers. They could see it on paper or on the walls. These drawings and symbols held all the information of the dimensions, and that's kind of where the hieroglyphics come from. For the first time ever, these um, these drawings and symbols were were ca- carved real deep into the stones of Hayabdul. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly but that's what uh the region of abydos egypt used to be called back in this time 30 to fifty thousand years ago so that's the way that they left all this information for the civilizations to come for all the people who on seeing it can see the 3d reality of everything so now we fast forward about 13,000 14,000 years to egypt in a region that was called Kem, in which the Nile River ran through it vertically. So the River Nile was called uh, Tulfa back then, it meant the Great Flow. And in this region of Kem, it was composed of the north and the south, and they called this the motherland. Now both of these regions, the north and the south, were a representation of the spirit and the body. And those regions had just one spot in which they both were connected. And that place they called the Hayabdul, which meant the tree of life. And there is actually 
a, a tree on the Nile, which is exactly in that spot, which they honor as the tree of life in, in Egypt. That spot was the core of the soul of the whole Nile River. So today, however, this spot is known as the Osirian Temple or Assyrian Temple, which is behind the Abydos Temple in Egypt. This place was the center of the whole schooling system they had back then when it was called Chem. It's said that the people in the civilization began teaching and learning from each other the seven laws of the universe. So after these beings had came and basically told them that this isn't two-dimensional world, it's not just this or that, there's, you know, there's that circumstantial third Holy Spirit Trinity idea and the duality that then the people on earth started to learn about the seven laws of the universe. And they also learned about the different dimensions that make up our reality as well. I don't think we'll ever stop learning about the dimensions that make up our reality. Even with today, like vir virtual gaming, that that's like a whole other dimension of reality that I don't even think they had back then. So, you know, we're just sick evolving all the time. And I don't think people kind of pay enough mind to like where we came from and like our our core of our existence which is why I'm trying to explain this shit today and why I made this podcast and I'm sure I've said that before but if I have new listeners which I don't know if you guys are starting from episode one and reaching here or you're just starting on this in order if you guys don't understand the seven laws of the universe or don't know what that means you guys go to episode two and check that out and then if the dimensions don't make sense to you here, you can go up to episode one and check that out. Back to where I was. Um, they taught and learned from each other the seven laws of the universe and all the concepts of reality that they understood. They began to paint on the walls. They painted their hands. They painted animals. And that's the hieroglyphics that we learned about back in grade school when we learned about ancient civilizations. So in the Osirian temple today, you can find for the very first time the flower of life, which is the sacred geometry shape that I wanted to talk about. So in the Osirian temple, you can find for the very first time the flower of life. The flower of life is a design made so we could see every dimension, not just the second dimension, but from the second dimension. And I'm sure you guys have seen the flower of life and the seed of life. And it's kind of all the same thing, but it starts with the vesica pieces, which is the shape that started it all, basically. The most important information that they had at this point was the division of cells. So biology was a way to bring the spiritual world into the physical one. Biology is the best way to understand the meaning of the seed of life, the fruit of life, the flower of life, and the tree of life. It's the only way we can see and experience what was being taught about every dimension. Cells are spherical, so therefore they are creating worlds, creating life all the time. You cannot look at a cell from just two dimensions. They are not circles. Circles just hold us trapped in 
one perspective of the universe. You have to see the sphere to understand that you have the freedom to head in many other directions of time and space. The first physical realities were just a projection of these spheres. So the vibration of the soul that began dividing itself into many, many thousands of parts that created electrons, protons, neutrons, you know, molecular beings. These realities that created the souls as a body. We bodies and, you know, planets are just a projection of the energy of the souls. I remember mentioning in my first episode that everything was mind and that was the first dimension that mind created the idea of the body so the spirit could experience all their dreams. But they needed a bridge to create this matter. So this bridge was called the soul. And the soul is the core of every reality. It's the bridge that connects in between worlds. We need emotion to understand information. You need energy to create matter. Essentially, the core of everything of this tree of life is the soul. The soul is not something you can see as a spirit or a ghost. The soul is a sphere. Just like every other living thing, it's spherical. This sphere contains every energy, every vibration of the universe, and is always consciously aware of itself. That's why souls are the only way and only bridges to create life. Spheres are the most important structures in which you can understand the whole consciousness of the universe. So let's circle back to the region of Chem in Egypt. You, If you get a map, you can get these two circles of life that they called the spiritual one in the north and the physical one in the south. And I'm going to post pictures of this so you guys can get a better idea of what that region of chem looked like on a map and how the Vestica Pisces is being formed in the north and in the south. So when you connect these two circles, you're going to get that. It's like a Venn diagram, ver- ver- vertical Venn diagram. So you got the spirit in the north and you have the body in the south and the soul is the one in the middle the soul is right there in the middle in the shape of an eye and we know that this shape represents the three realities of the universe and that's the vesica pieces the body the spirit and the soul the vesica is one circle right turning into two kind of like a Venn diagram, I don't know how else to explain it, where you have the middle circle shaped like an eye or a mouth. This shape is what the universe gave us that brings up the soul. The soul is the creation between body and spirit. It's no coincidence that there's a saying that goes like the eyes are the windows or portals to the soul. It's not because the soul is within and behind the eyes but it's because the shape of the eye is the shape of the middle of that vesica and that's what helped us design our reality in which the spirit could experience and see the body the matter that the energy created the vesica is one of the main or more important symbols to create every reality so again we have this circle we'll say it's the sun up top connected to the bottom circle that represents earth with a cross in the middle representing 
the solstice and equinox. The Vesica is everywhere. When those two circles connect in the middle, they create the consciousness. The consciousness then becomes the body and the soul in the same spot. So we got this shape that has the shape of an eye, also the shape of a mouth. And then if you turn it sideways, we get the shape of a vagina, which is the creation of the mother. These three aspects of creation start to design the meaning of life in every reality, in every dimension. So these two circles that start to create this knowledge about the trinity, the spirit, the body, and the soul, opens the portals towards the creation of everything else. The duality of the positive and negative, the good and bad, it just keeps multiplying and it goes around in circles and then until you get, you go from the vesica to the seed of life. And when the first dimension started to expand with all these ideas and expressions it created in the first sphere, the sphere of mind, and then the negative and the positive forces divided itself into the vesica that they called the two mother cells. Then you have the seed in the middle, which represents the three dimensions. That sphere after that, it can be divided into four, which is the fourth dimension, and then six, and then an eight. So when this whole sphere first began to be created in the universe, it started to get split into many, many other souls, which was too much energy. And it started to create these branches, which to the tree of life. It wasn't a physical branch. It was more energetical. The vibration of it and other levels of consciousness and other levels of dimensions, it began to fill the mind sphere until it became distorted in a way. Distorted when every light and every soul began to bump into each other because of all the forces. The colors started to reflect and you cannot, you couldn't see the light. So you couldn't see the main light from the core. So all the rays started to reflect each other and it created a distortion of or darkness. Distortions are also act like like mirror holes where everything is reflected in the mirror hole and from that all the energy that reaches the edges of the universe and these mirrors start to reflect themselves inward and in waves to the core of the universe again and again so that all this energy all this constricting and expanding over and over again creates such a force and an energy in the core reflecting basically every possibility of every single thing you could ever think of like it is just reflecting all that to the center and the seed starts to get charged with so much energy that time and space start to unite and divide and in that moment where every dimension begins to divide and all the energy comes back together everything that was created and the waves start to create shapes and that's also what scientists call the big bang the moment matter was created from the souls the big bang was basically like a a seraphim like a if you guys don't know what a seraphim is it's like kind of like the milky way Look what the Milky Way looks like, like that shape. That's a seraphim. And that's where we fucking came from. <laughs> the Big Bang. It was all this energy, which was every single one of us being eager to exist. Like, how fucking awesome is that? Like, um, 
Anyways, let me finish before I lose track. So, okay, let's circle back real quick. So, when you see this pattern of the seed of life, you will see the six spheres. And there's one inside. So, there's that one inside, and then that one divides into two, and then five grow around it, and it's seven. These seven spheres and one in the middle represent the seven dimensions, seven laws of the universe. That's what the seed of life represents. It's the core of the whole information. The seventh dimension is just projected to the eighth behind it. There is another symbol for this, which is called the protukta. And I'll put, I'll put a picture of this as well. It's kind of like a cube. And that shape essentially is the cube that creates the whole realities. The first cube that creates the nine dimensions. And in this shape, the protikta, where the cube creates the nine dimensions, you will have the void in the ninth dimension in the very center where every point connects, every reality, all the consciousness holds it in the center. They are the foundation of every reality. And then from that the seed of life, you'll get the fruit of life. And then the flower of life, and eventually the tree of life. I sincerely do hope that that was not that hard to follow, because um, it is kind of a complex subject to talk about with no visual representation. Maybe it would have been better if I had a PowerPoint, but um, like I said, it's just me. But I will show, uh, put pictures in. In the post notes on Instagram, you guys can go check them out. Please check them out so this can make more sense. <laughs> um, again, Happy New Year to everybody. I will be back in a couple weeks. And um, I have watched a lot of documentaries and in the middle of reading a book about um, alien species. So I will put those references in the show notes next week as well so you guys can um get your own brain juices flowing and download your own information not just the shit i decide to share on here but um hope you guys have a good rest of your week if you guys aren't in california and it's cold as fuck i'm sorry stay warm and for us right now just try and um stay dry it's fucking wet out here um just be safe and be smart and don't do anything 2022 you would peace